is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Hi. 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 How is she though? Working like a tripping like a. They're all bottoms. Don't joke about that. Bring back my ghost. This is not RuPaul's best friend. Party, 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 party. Good morning, Ian. And good evening and good night. <laughs> Cutting logs. Sawn logs. Welcome to How Is She Though? Yes, we are going to be unpacking the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. What was the theme of this episode? I don't remember. <laughs> Bossy Rossi Talk Bossy Show. Bossy Rossi Talk Show with a little uh, pro-military mini challenge. Absolutely. It was propaganda. pro-military. It was propaganda. propaganda. It was an an effort to enlist the gays into the troops. We know what you're trying to do. You're and trying we don't to bite. No, we saw your worm on a hook. <laughs> and Government, we, and we said, "Ew, no, get out of our faces with that." I'm a fish, <laughs> and honey, I'm a fish that swims freely inside my kelp. Yes, in a deep blue sea. Yes. Meanwhile. <laughs> <laughs> We are in a, another new location. Yeah, we, we are. haven't been to the Malibu pool in two weeks now. God, it's been so long. We're and we're going to be honest here. We're in my apartment. Yeah, and you want to know the reason is uh, it's because there was a body found in the pool at the That's Malibu right. house. So we've had to drain it. We've had to clean yes. it. We've had a, we've had a couple legal issues. <laughs> Just a few. Just a couple. You know, there's some question marks still on that case. File. Absolutely, there are. Yeah, and I don't think they'll ever be solved because we've done a pretty good job <laughs> of cleaning up our tracks. Chad, I know. My bad. My bad. Um, this week has been very big. I. Um, I, there's been some some drag race news that I feel like we should address. <laughs> oh, absolutely! And um, let's talk a little bit about it, and then and then we will introduce our guest and get some get some feedback. On yes. So I'm lots. guessing you're talking about the uh, Robbie Turner. Robbie Turner, uh, uh, is that driver real or is it a fake? Uh, honey, absolutely, I'm talking about Robbie Turner's. <laughs> is that driver real or is that a fake? <laughs> Robbie Turner this week um, tweeted. Slash Facebook, I don't remember that she was in a fatal car crash mm-hmm. where her Uber driver did not make it, and she was hospitalized and put into a coma. R.I.P. R.I.P. We all felt so sad. I mean, for at least what twelve hours? No, like I felt bad, and then I got like for about ten seconds, I went back to work. Oh, so this even before you found out there wasn't actually a life <laughs> lost, you moved on quick. Yeah, it was. I was pretty disassociated with what happened. I guess. I guess we all kind of were because it was a stranger. Yeah, and ended up not just being a stranger, but a made-up stranger. Yeah. So who's laughing? I am. Yep, you won. I didn't waste any empathy, any compassion. So Robbie hasn't really stated anything since then, but uh, she's taking a leave of absence from her hosting duties in Seattle. <laughs> And for them, right? It, it, this raised more questions than it did uh, solve riddles <laughs> <laughs> than answer them. Um, very mm-hmm. bizarre. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, questionable behavior. Yeah. Compulsive. She's a compulsive liar. Clearly. Shall we bring on our guest to see if we can solve this case? Yes, she's an expert in solving <laughs> these kind of cases. <laughs> she's chomping at the bit. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, one of my favorite people on the planet here today. Uh, a true mm-hmm. Drag Race super fan. Yes. A true reality show super fan. Someone who um, has walked down the path of uh, the Real Housewives <laughs> franchise with me as well. Ooh. Although she hasn't delved into Atlanta yet. And that is a juicy steak waiting for her. Um, juicy peach. Juicy peach. <laughs> it's uh, juicy peach. <laughs> she has, uh, she's a UCB comedy queen. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite character performers of all time. Yeah, you were on a team with her. That's right. And, and I was so were too. You. Ow! Ow! We have a like a little turbulent history with this guest, both of us. And my absolute favorite credit of our guest is head writer for Can I Say <laughs> the Knicks? Yes, cosmetic awards, the Knicks Beauty Awards, the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. Today we have Haley Hepworth. Hello. Yay, welcome. <laughs> um, God, there was such an awkward way that we had to legally say it every time that we said it. And I no longer remember what it was, but it was way too long it's and long. really clunky. It's um, the Knicks Beauty. I think, I think it was even like the Knicks Cosmetics Beauty Vlogger of the Year Awards. The thing <laughs> is, is it is a big show. It's just yes. in, in a niche world. So like there's a giant portion of the world that hasn't heard of it at all. But then it's like massive. It, because it it's has like, the only world it needs. Exactly. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like in the world of a drag race, like award show or something where it's like we would know all about it but then like the majority of the world might not yeah. yeah sure yes but um you've also you've had some one-on-one contact i didn't even think about this before but you've had some one-on-one contact i have with the miss Alyssa, yeah. Alyssa edwards oh my god yeah yeah she was really great and yeah. everything i wanted her to be did it change you did you become a different human being after meeting her um, the first time felt seismic. It felt huge. Um, cause the first time I met her was after it was, uh, almost two years ago after the first time I had written, which I love that you gave me the credit <laughs> of head writer. Uh, the, I think the correct title is soul writer. That's right. <laughs> soul writer. <laughs> uh, it's, writer. It's a lonely road. Um, working from home almost exclusively. Um, but uh, yeah, no. She, the, so that first year she was just a performer with like a dance number. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't get to meet her at all until the after party. And she was wonderful and so warm. So, and about, and by that point she had to be exhausted. Cause she did a, num- she did an opening <clears throat> dance number in full drag, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. And yeah. it was awesome. It was so fucking good. You can Google this, right? I mean, this or yeah. YouTube this, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. It was great. But yeah. just like, see, I feel like. Uh, I don't know. Just seeing something like that live was so impressive and incredible. And then, you know, hours later, she's still, you know, she's a professional. She's at the after party. She's shaking hands and kissing babies and yes. just so Why gracious were there with every after party? <laughs> There was alcohol flowing. Why were there babies yeah, at that open party? bar, baby. <laughs> I will say... One of her backup dancers that year in her routine was her drag daughter Laganja. Oh, Laganja, who's and slowly climbing the ranks as one of my favorites. Mm, mm, and how was Laganja? Less gracious. A little, a bit of a letdown. Yeah, okay. yeah, a big letdown. But okay. I will say, I she wasn't like awful. Just, yes. um, I think maybe it wasn't an environment that she enjoys. Yeah. And mm. I am going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say that she was maybe overwhelmed and having an introverted moment. Absolutely. Mm. Because I, I think Laganja, as we've known from the show, has suffered from like anxiety and all those feelings. Yes. So she does strike me as the kind of person who might just get kind of in her head and kind of sure. weird. I know? mean, she looked 
fucking incredible. Yes. Like her legs, Jesus Christ. Perfection. Yeah. Sculpted. Yeah. I saw her at a precinct, not precinct, I'm sorry, fault line. Uh, and she was like the headliner of the show. And she was, it was like ungodly how good she was. Yeah, we she, were, I saw that show with you, right? You? Yeah, that was, uh-huh. Our friend Ryan performed in that as yeah. well. She, she killed. She also did this weird thing where she started to, she like, she walked through the audience and there was one guy <laughs> yes. that oh. she like performed to, like in her part of her oh, song, she sort of performed fine. to him, but he didn't give her very much. Mm. And so she like, finished up and then at the end she was like you motherfucker right there how come you didn't smile <laughs> when didn't I danced go- you? <laughs> she did not go that I mean, hard I'm, I'm maybe amping it up like 1% <laughs> She she was no she, she was pretty hardcore into him and then she was like you're what's wrong with our political system yeah she didn't go there she did go there so we have to smile in the face of the Republicans because okay. honey they're trying to take our rights away you're at a gay bar honey you better smile yeah she was. Mm. She was a political fish. That yeah, night. she went. She Interesting. Went <laughs> I feel like that's behavior that I hate in a stand-up comedian when they're like, "Why aren't you laughing at me?" Yeah, that's yeah. But I do love in a drag performer. Mm-hmm. I I think that's the right I do venue too. for it. There are I gray think- areas. There are gray areas. I'm just saying, there's gray areas. Oh, just in sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, yeah. Not. I mean. <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Good point. Um, no, and I'm talking not about anything political, but just yes. the demanding a response yeah. when you feel like you're not getting what you deserve. I feel, for me, a drag queen is like, you own, you should own the stage. I want the yeah. most confidence. I want right. that in a stand-up as well, but the stand-up feels like it is more of like a give it and take. It feels whinier. It feels like, yeah. okay, well, if you're not getting laughs, you're not doing your job. So yeah. why is yeah. that my problem? Yeah. Whereas someone who is at like a Laganja show, if she's giving it to you and you're stone facing her like yeah. th- unacceptable that's not yeah. her failing to do her job yeah. she's doing all she can do you get it's not like she was ba- demanding a tip she was demanding an acknowledgement of yeah. her doing what she's doing right yeah. and then he kept frowning yeah yeah mm-hmm. he did but one thing that stand-ups and drag queens both can't and shouldn't do is lie about an uber driver dying oh, oh that's right this is some <laughs> real real brian williams nonsense yeah Ooh. it really is what is the point? What is that? What is the thought process I don't know. behind this? I, I mean, who knows? And this is going out on just a hell of a limb. But as you said, I love reality shows. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I'm going to bring up a word that's been pivotal in several reality shows recently, which is Munchausen. Uh, it feels related <laughs> to that type of thinking to yeah. me, where it's like, I want attention in a specific way that is like pitying or like, you know, I want to yeah. be, a, I want to be a victim and that mm-hmm. brings people to me. Yeah. I mean, we are living in a time where people wear like their victimhood, like a badge of honor. Rube said right. that. And then there's a lot of truth to that. And I think that, you know, I, I've known a lot of compulsive liars mm-hmm. like, and it's, it's a ploy for attention. It's a ploy to just get sympathy. And it's just like, yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. There's I, a little bit of just like testing the limits of, what you can do or yeah. something. Yeah. It's just like, I'm going to just like <clears throat> put this out there into the world and see what happens. And it's like, Oh, that one had consequences. Totally. Or I feel like you watch people do, or like, I feel like people that I have known that have done not stuff to this degree, but that have been like liars yeah. <laughs> about stupid 
inconsequential shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it will often be a journey of like, oh, you're starting with exaggerating or like you're starting with telling a story and like, and then it's maybe more. And then mm-hmm. you just like get comfortable and start full on fabric fabricating stuff. Because yeah. yeah. you like that feeling. Exactly. Or you like that feedback. Yeah, and they've clearly like little, got results. There's right. a little power in it too. Just like, I took a thing and now I have this moment and mm-hmm. I now I'm yeah. the only one who knows my secret. And now I get to put something on Twitter that's like, hold your babies close tonight. Yeah. I'm taking my fucking moment. Yeah. You know? Ugh. It's super bizarre. Well, apparently though, also a lot of the drag queens already knew this about Robbie. Like, because <gasps> oh. Robbie lied about her birthday during the show on filming. She said it was her birthday, but it wasn't. Oh. But there's a, there's an element to a small one like that that I love. I think it's funny crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think it's like yeah. good sure. reality TV yeah. crazy. Sure. Okay, sure. Much like Yuha's like whole thing where she lied about being in a coma while she was That I think is hilarious and I yes. love that. But it's, that's also something where it's like you have to have a story. Yes. Or I understand the logic between doing that and having it just be something that's funny and outrageous. I'm like, okay. Like you were yeah. asked like to give that. a thing, might as well take it to a 10. <clears throat> right. Versus just making it up out of nowhere. Right. Yeah, there's a mm-hmm. difference. That feels like, um, yeah, oh, interesting. It's very interesting that when you say the drag queens know, it may, or that like some new at least, it makes me feel like this is like, oh, she's there like Louis C.K. or something. Uh-huh. Where it's like, uh-huh. this community has known for years <laughs> and now it's on the national stage. Yeah. <laughs> and in like God. the biggest, weirdest way. And it's such a so bizarre weird. thing and where so it's like... And so just needless. Because it doesn't, it, like, it doesn't really drastically affect anyone's life. No. Unless you're like triggered by some similar story in your own life or something like mm-hmm. that where you're like, oh, now I thought about that and I didn't need to. But other than that, it's not actually like put anybody in harm. It's just weird behavior yeah. for the yeah. sake of weird behavior. And then it makes you look like fully yeah. untrusting forever. I can't trust you forever. I well, now that's what I think of when I hear your name for the rest of time. Right. Yeah. So you're led, you're, I think uh, most of us walk away just being like, oh, that's sad, Robbie. Get, I hope you get some help. Yeah. Like, yeah. If like, you know. I had a, I had hopes for a Robbie for an All-Stars too because her face is like, she's her gotten makeup's better. been gotten a lot better even yeah. though she sometimes has other people paint it. But she also, she's like, like interesting character in some ways. Yeah. I you wonder if something like this is a move to be like, I want to put my name on the map again. Yeah. You I mean, know, yeah. like yeah. I want to get, I want to be like, Hey, remember me? I'm back in the conversation. Yeah. I mean, every season there's another batch of like 10 to 15 Queens who take, start taking the spotlight a little bit more. Yeah. So then it's like it, the spotlight dims on other people. Exactly. Yeah. And especially as we're seeing with like the rise of the all-stars seasons, I feel like, oh, if there are those queens and you see the casting of those seasons, uh, that's a lot of the time on like who has stayed in the conversation or who Mm -hmm. are the names that the viewing public is going to like remember and respond to that. It's like, I want to be one of those people. Yeah. Do I do it by posting some weird, bizarre, weepy story on Twitter? Yeah. They usually only save maybe one, maybe two spots for the. Oh yeah, that queen. Like they're not mm-hmm. like they're trying to get mostly the everyone you is, want in yeah. this. Right. Yeah. yeah, it's become a weird game of how yeah. to like make money and stay relevant and all that stuff. This is just the wrong move. You play yeah. the wrong, the worst possible card that's gonna knock you out. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it like's gonna end her career forever, but it's gonna be a uh, like reframe well, it. it no. Yeah, it's a test of the the saying all press is good press. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. see what happens. Yeah, we'll Let's see. Let's check back in a year. <laughs> But what um, a, like as far as like weird villain moves, what a not fun one. I know. Because <laughs> it doesn't that's what I'm saying, where it doesn't affect anyone good or bad. It just yeah. leaves it's like you you just sort of like bombed yourself. Yeah, it's the villain attacking themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. 
Mm-hmm. And then there, yeah, it's like, obviously there's going to, it's like, that's the weirdest lie where we're going to, we knew about it immediately. Yeah. Let's Google that. Let's figure out if that was in the news. Yeah. No, nothing, no, nothing at all. Not even one car accident in Seattle Oof. on that night. Okay. <laughs> I guess then let's rethink. Um, well, we, uh, we have a hefty of an episode to get into this hefty, week. Hefty, hefty, hefty. <laughs> wimpy, wimpy, oh. wimpy. And it's so awesome that you guys got that sponsorship. <laughs> and I think it's such a good fit. And yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about it in the last episode that we were, we'll take any sponsor we can get. I mean, and trash bags are a drag race staple. We have Alaska, <laughs> we have Chi Chi. We, they have a lot of trash they have to take out and, often. And if we're talking production, honey, they they eat a lot and they drink a lot and there's mm-hmm. a lot of garbage. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. thank you. Hefty, hefty, hefty. <laughs> yep. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the episode. Let's get in. Let's get in. Let's get in to it. So episode five. Numero cinco. cinco. So this um, was the first episode without our dear... Dusty Ray Bottoms. Yeah. I didn't bat an eye. I know. I (laughs) honestly hadn't thought of the name Dusty Ray Bottoms for nine days until you said that. If you you hit that little 15-second back button on your podcast app, you might notice that there is space in between me saying her name and introducing her because I had to think what was her name. (laughs) (laughs) I I almost said Cameron Michaels. Ooh. And I realized, nope, that's the other forgettable. So I was going to say that's really a read of both of Ouch. them. <laughs> oh, Cameron's been growing on. You know, Cameron, I will say that she's like still in that middle ground of getting a bit of a dark horse at it. I'm convinced that she'll be in the bottom and she'll survive because I think she's going to do a really good job at a yes. lip sync. And I think that mixed with if she starts giving a little more personality... I think it can really start to elevate her. Yes. But I would not be surprised to see her in the bottom of this next episode or the one after. Yeah. No, she's she's close to being on her way out. Yeah. I'm surprised she's lasted this long. Yeah. She's saved by her runway looks. Yes. Agreed. But what I will say is she seems like she works. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. especially with the challenge this week where it's like, I don't know if we're getting into that yet, but where it's like, I respect someone that knows that it's like, this may not be your wheelhouse, but that you're going to figure it out and you're going to try your best to rise to it. Absolutely. Which yeah. seems like her mentality so yeah. far. She's always a little bit of a surprise. The thing that, the thing that sucks about her, and I think that was this week's uh, Lemony, uh Mayhem's fault as well, is like, you can be an exceptional drag queen, but if you're bad TV, you're probably yeah. not going to make it very far mm-hmm. in the show. Totally. I yep. was just racking my brain trying to think, why do I have a bad taste in my mouth about Cameron? And really, I can only point to, I think she's boring TV. Yeah. And it's not yeah. even like, in real life, I probably would love her. I think she's just sure. not oh, a, an Oh, I would extreme... want to be friends with you those the, queens. You know? First. Yeah. I will say sure. the weird thing, though, is I feel like maybe this experience has like, kind of a light bulb went off somewhere in between this and now because her on Instagram she's got a lot of personality and she's kind of fun and she'll go with the memes and she interacts and mm. like she's more entertaining on Instagram by far than she's she adapting. is. She's yeah. adapting. She's adapting. I think I she probably doesn't win this season but if she comes back to an all-stars I bet you she's going to be one of those people you're like damn okay. Yeah. What yeah. if she wins the season? That <laughs> would be crazy. There's a part of me that would hope for something like that because it, it's almost like uh, Jinx's season it was sure. such an underdog edit in the yeah. beginning and then eventually we started to catch on and I feel like Jinx won a couple early challenges but I feel like Jinx yeah I feel like Jinx was getting mm-hmm. unedit at least yeah, early where edit. it's like yeah, exactly. camera's not getting much of an edit at all yeah. but they didn't really yeah. pick up for Jinx until what Snatch Game though right 
that was when it was like, oh, front runner she's potential. She's one to watch. Yeah. yeah. But before that, but then now I'm thinking she's about it, though. She's dingy. She has her narcolepsy story. She had a lot of very fun yeah. talking heads. She was quirky, quirky, quirky. Yeah. Cameron's like, she got her Shania moment this week. Oh, and, and she it was cringe. It. Let's, she, save that, it. Let's save okay, it. Let's save it. Let's save it. Right, okay. So they're in the workroom. <laughs> So they're in the workroom, and uh, and uh, Monet is surprised that she was in the bottom at all. They all kind of thought that she was maybe going to be in the top, and really, yeah, from yeah. based on Untucked and everything, so Monet weird. just has been blindsided left and right, as she do- talks about later in this episode yeah. as well. Um, and then they have their mini challenge of the week, which was. Be, uh, they got recruit our gays. <laughs> yeah, like let's get gays murdered in our military oh battles. Wow. wow, Nicholas is coming in hot. I'm sorry. I do support our troops. I just don't support our wars. You're, wearing, you're draped in a flag right now. <laughs> I'm a real American. You're nude, wrapped in an American flag, much like what is this Miley Cyrus photo shoot? There's some photo shoot like that, right? Help uh, me there's got to be. Out. Oh, the one with her dad that was weird because she was underage. Is that the yeah. one? Is, I don't know if that's an American. <laughs> That's just a sheet. That was just a, a sheer sheet. That was sheet. just a sheet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like that. It's similar to. I'm just looking for drama. I'm just I'm just <laughs> glad you guys got exactly what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. nailing it, honey. Yeah. So they go down and they have like little military puns, mm-hmm. right? That's the gist of yeah. this. Yeah. They, they, they essentially give them the material to do quick drag and then like write up a prompt of like and be funny. And I will say, so this is week five of mini challenge. We've had mini challenge after mini challenge. Thank and you. Every single one has been quick drag. Yeah. We're on a, they're, they just found a pattern that worked and I'm not mad at it. Yeah. I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. I could, I could stand for some of the like crafty little ones. Me too. They also need one. Like, you know, when they bring in like a ton of pit crew and it's very sexual and like perverted. Those are so crazy. I almost feel like we're going to look <laughs> back at that and really question ourselves. Sure. Like, <laughs> I mean, the weaker versions of us will. But, yeah, uh, but the strong <laughs> versions of ourselves. The right versions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this one, they just march down. They basically do a military runway where RuPaul is reading off. Or do they read their own? I can't No, it was RuPaul now. reads the, their descriptions. Their descriptions yeah. that they wrote. And yeah. some of them were funny. I, yeah. They all seemed fine. I feel like yeah. in a lot of these mini challenges, it seems impossible to get an accurate read on who's succeeding and who's failing because you're getting so little material and it often just seems like i mean obviously it all on every scale comes down to like the quick edit that you get yes Mm -hmm. but these especially feel reduced to their quick edit yes right it's like chad you said i think said it maybe the last episode one of the other ones where it's it's this these are just solely designed and edited to because the producers want to have a certain winner there's like yeah. a tool, yeah, because yeah. yeah. like, it's so arbitrary. It's totally arbitrary. They show us a fraction of some, the majority yeah. of others, and yeah. it's like, we don't really know. You could edit it exactly how you wanted it. You could make it look like the crackers sucked at every single one if you wanted to. Yeah. But I'm, they're like, it's a way to be like, I've won too many challenges, so I'm maybe a front runner. I don't know. Yeah, it was like Vixen won this one, and I can honestly say I don't remember anything about like what her description thing no. said. She just like was very, she had like served a lot of like moves. Like she was oh. like dancing and okay. modeling and fun Which ways. also if that's the bar, which I thought it was fine. Also yeah. not very memorable for me, but if, like we're going on that rather than the one liner, I feel like this is the one where there's something memorable about Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> it like sets her apart where it's like, whoa, nobody else can do that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Ugh. I know. It felt, I'm, I, yeah, it's like we've we've seen. I think now we I, we're thankful for the mini challenges and the quick drags fun. But yeah, let's like shift it's a tool. into a, yeah yeah. 
Um, we see it. We see you, producers. We see the hand. We know what you're So the doing. Vixen gets the, uh, by winning, gets the ability to decide the pick teams. her teammate for this main challenge and decide the teams for the main challenge. Mm-hmm. The main challenge being the Bossy Rossi show. Yes. A la Sally Jesse Raphael. Yes. A la uh, uh, Jerry Springer. Jerry Springer. A la uh, uh, um, uh, Maury Povich. Maury Povich. A uh, la uh, 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 la la. Ginny uh, 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 Jones. <laughs> there it is. Ginny <laughs> Jones. <laughs> also, also the other one, the girl who is in um, Hairspray. Uh, oh, Ricky Lake. Ricky, Ricky Lake. Lake. A la Ricky Lake. Thank you. And that's all of them. So that all matter. of those. <laughs> and so she's she picks. Um, what about Montel? There it is. Oh, God, I knew there was isn't, one. He's like hawking some like weird stuff now, isn't he? What like, is it? I don't oh, know. Yeah. Like it's like infomercial like, stuff? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, sure. Yeah, well, it makes sense. Yeah, you got to do something. Shaq's, while we're on the subject, Shaq is selling everything. He's the general. He's icy hot. He's something else. He's got a good agent. He's, really he's in does. this movie that's weird that's coming out with all these basketball players. In that looks oh. so crazy. It There's looks a basketball insane. player movie where it's like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Shaq and Larry Bird and all these like old basketball people. Are and they're in even more in older makeup and they're playing like old people who start a basketball team or something. Who is it for? I have no idea. I'm gonna, I think like straight guys 20 years old. I'm going to be honest. Us. I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's not for me. <laughs> it's it's the girl's trip of another Market. Oh, it's for me. <laughs> oh, no, it's for me. It's for me. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. It's for me. I love this stuff. Larry Bird. Say it. He didn't say it clear enough. I didn't hear it. So she, so Vixen tries to be a little shady and mm-hmm. fails by pairing Eureka and Aquaria. Yeah. Um, Bit her in the ass. <laughs> say that much. What ass? Oh. And she. <laughs> She's uh, slender. She's slender. She's thinner than most. Um, and they're they're tasked to uh, they're given like roles kind of and then they're tasked to kind of create an outline that they can uh, improvise around for this talk show yeah Mm -hmm. for example the jealous like copycat queens Mm -hmm. that she and um, mm, Asia Asia Asia, yeah Yeah. Um, how do we feel about this challenge I like the structure. It's, I mean, it, it kind of reminds me, it's giving me shades of the bachelor from all stars, which mm-hmm. I like that challenge a lot. I, I think an improv challenge is good to have for the show. I, I think it kind of is a really decided, like it separates strong Queens from weak ones. I agree. Yeah. Totally. Um, I think it's a necessary challenge to have. I don't, whatever way they want to like dress it up. It's, Fine. I think they need multiple improv. I think they need at least two improv challenges yeah. every season. Yeah. Cause it's like, you can be funny and you can be smart. Like I, I think there are some Queens that are like, you're a funny queen. But as soon as that, like uh, Monet this oh week, I was so surprised wow. that she didn't yeah. do well, but I was yeah. like, that's a huge muscle that you need to have. If yeah. you're going to be yeah. a good at, in the live show, I feel like. Yes. You don't have to, I guess it depends, but it's like, I I, I want to see it, it. But it is it, it is an essential component. And I think it really also comes down to, like, judgment. Yes. To being able to, like, have good judgment and make good decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas, like, you can see queens that are not necessarily comedy queens succeed just because they pick their shot and they take it. Yes. Like Kennedy did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you see queens that are comedy queens that eat it. Yes. Because they overthink it or, you know, like... I don't know. Yeah. You get, get too you comfortable. Get too and get there's also something about like being a comedy, like Trixie is the, the like best version mm-hmm. or the best story of this is like, you're funny when you're with your right people in mm-hmm. the right. setting, but like you get really nervous, really in your head and yeah. get, like really fucked up about it. And it's like, that's a huge you can't part problem of problem solve. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. No, 
Yeah, yeah I really like the challenge. Um, yeah. And yeah. I think the frame of it was maybe more fun to me than The Bitchler. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of cleaner. fun to her. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a straight up. And I I, lo- I love Ross Matthews as like a personality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was great. I feel like we're getting so much of him this season. I know. Yeah. Is well, he I a mean, producer? I know. It's like he's also <laughs> getting more. If there, I wonder if there's like a little tiny war between he and Carson Kressley. I don't mm. think so. I think they have a good rapport because it's like it seems like it's they switch off uh, every week. Yeah. Uh, but this is what's interesting is this time it was like we're going to make Ross still be in this episode, even though it's Carson's week. Yes. As opposed to waiting for it to be a Ross week. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. So that they, there might be a little to that. We love Ross wow, more. Wow, right. What value lost not having him on the panel? Right. I know. Because he could have yeah. fully been like, you were weaker than da-da-da. I Very mean, yeah, he had the full insight and the full mm. intel. Yeah. He has higher status than Carson. I think so. Also, Ross has been, I think, and this, I might be lying right now, but he's been on What's the Tea twice, and Carson's only been on once. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's got to hurt. That's got to sting big. <sighs> And wow. that Queer Eye reboot, and you're not getting nothing from it, huh? Carson's doing rough. We're going to say it. <laughs> he's in a rough spot. Yeah, he's doing hard. Everything has been downhill yeah. since that blue eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> so, pickle and um, pickle. pickle fearer. <laughs> mm-hmm. The pickle phobia. Pickle phobia. Um, Cracker at first, I was not into. I think the world, like, the, that was the edit that we were given. Right. I feel like watching Cracker in this, for me, was like, oh, this is like watching a very good sketch writer act in a sketch, Um, where it's like, oh, you get the timing, you get the beats, you're doing a lot of work to make this thing successful, and it would be much less successful in someone else's hands, but you're not killing it the way that someone who's just a crazy dynamic performer would. Like, Mm -hmm. I can see the wheels in your head turning as you're executing it. I had the same thought about the entire performance. I was like, this is good, not great. And uh, kind of made me feel, I was like, she's funny. You can definitely tell she's funny. But I was like, she's not as smart and like witty as she's like led us to believe. And she's not us. like letting herself off the leash. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting a lot of writer brain, but I'm not getting a lot of just like, just let yourself be enough yeah. well, when I mean, you're there. That I think there's something you're, there's something to that because like some of the stuff she said in Untucked, I think kind of mm-hmm. lends itself right. to that. Yeah. Um, not loving herself or not being yeah. like and free. Yeah. Or just trusting yourself to enough to know that like, oh, I... I can be a commanding presence and I can be like, yeah, enough. Yeah. 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 She's got a journey. Like, like she's still going through it, which is like, it's refreshing. I think as an audience member to see, and for someone who I will say, I deal with that kind of stuff every day as well. Like, and to see someone who's in there, like, early thirties still like, you know, acknowledging this and being vocal and like, yeah, I don't have it figured out. I'm still figuring it out. I'm working on it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm learning to love myself and like telling kids learn it earlier than later. Mm -hmm. That's an important message. Mm -hmm. And feels like a classic narrative. It's also just like that. I'm very here for that journey. Yeah. Yeah. I'll buy a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad like there, like there, what's funny is like, we've talked about like we joke the best friends race moments they haven't had a ton because there's been more drama this season than yeah. like the last ones yeah. but the, when they have these real moments they've been they've been a lot more real and not as manufactured it feels like in some of the other seasons yeah, like definitely. Dusty's story like the, hearing this it's been kind of refreshing yeah definitely rather than the person being like hey Eureka um, so do you have any like mom 
And then she's like, <laughs> yeah, I do have a mom. In fact, eh. the only one actually Eureka speaking of, she's the only one where when she tells her stories, she feels like she's stuck in another season where yeah. it feels very like, yeah. I'm going to have a TV moment. Watch me go. And mm-hmm. then like cry, cry, cry. Sad, sad, it's like, sad. girl, don't you know you're on Vixen season? Yeah, I know. Yeah, not gonna cal- work. She's showing the lie to your calculation. Yeah, exactly that. She's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to like harsh on Eureka too much. There's something about her that rubs me the wrong way, but also like, she's good. She yeah. is. She's yeah, probably, totally. There's a she's good chance good. she's going to be in the top three, top yeah. four. Like, mm-hmm. But definitely like the way she handles being on reality TV is she's like, yeah. let me get in there. <laughs> yeah, my story yeah. now, my time. <laughs> totally. That's who Eureka is to you. She's just wedging her way. She's, that was me. She's like forcing her foot. You know what I mean? She's right. She seems so aware yeah. of, which is, all, I mean, it's so fascinating because I feel like you have someone like Alaska who is clearly a product of like being a student of the show. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I feel like Eureka in a similar way is a student of the show, but seems to be tipping the balance more towards like behind the scenes stuff yeah. than just in the challenges. Exactly that. Yeah. Maybe it's uh, because I feel with Alaska, she, as a student in the show, she also knows that you need to have your own personality and be your own person. And I think Eureka does that too, but like in a, such an unsuccessful way at times, it's yeah. very grating and it's like, it's forced. Yeah. Alaska, like the most forced you can say Alaska is, is maybe like her voice that she puts upon which is like, I'm used to at this point. Yeah. There's so, certain things like that that I will welcome. Where it's yeah. like, that's, that's definitely something you've added to your character for uh, personality on a show. Yeah. And I'm okay with a little elements of yeah. that. Totally. But yeah. yeah. Uh, Eureka, speaking of, did, I think, do very well. Yes. Yeah, I mean, she, I she, she won. You can't take it away she, from yeah, her. She did very, very well. Yeah. Um, she was preaching body positivity with Which being is... fully nude and a diaper and no wig. And I loved it. <laughs> that image of her, I think, is like cool. I like. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. yeah it was cool. like arresting when yeah. she came out. Yeah, she uh, like especially in comparison to Aquarius. <laughs> I know <laughs> Aquarius is so skinny. Yeah, she's a tiny little she's boy. A tiny, tiny person. And yeah, yeah the, like it's just impossible. There's no way that, and also Aquaria, I mean, is doing fine in these kind of challenges, but yeah. like, mm. it is, uh, it is like a, seeing them together in that scene was like a classic comedy archetype of like, oh, this is like, yes. <laughs> this feels like a little Chris Farley and David Spade yes. moment yeah. of we have this tiny petite little boy next to this like huge energy machine. Yeah. yeah. yeah just being, yeah. but I don't want to take away Aquaria's role in this. Cause I think Aquaria did was on the higher end of performance wise, like, uh, with this challenge. And I think she helped edit Eureka back and like get perspective of what the challenge was and in if a big we're gonna way. Be fair, yeah. She didn't, she also didn't play like you could see someone giving that kind of energy and be like, Oh no, I have to double that. Sure, like yes. panic and, and be like, into Oh, milk oh or yeah. now I have to make their game my game. Exactly. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. She knew well enough to yeah. like let her do her thing without mm-hmm. letting it completely equi- eclipse her own performance. And right. you, honestly, there's certain moments like that. Like I, I feel like uh, if I were on the show, those kind of challenges would be the, the challenges where I would crush. But if I was up against, if I was with Eureka in that scene, I'd be like, oh, this is Eureka's. And I would for sure be like, this is, I have to just kind of serve you. I'm going to like lob it to you and take moments when I can. But I'm also like, I don't have, you're, you're like crushing in a way that is almost impossible to challenge. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, well, since we're talking about that, let's, let's go to the inverse, which was like Cameron and uh, Monet's. That's right. And we already talked a little bit about Mm. it, but it was like, 
I, I had a lot of respect for Cameron as well. Like I didn't think she was hitting it out of the park and I didn't love like where she was necessarily going no. with it. But I like, I saw that she had enough self-awareness to be like, Monet's doing great at the beginning and I need, I feel like I'm not shining. So I'm going to amp it up. And she did. And she did actually take away the thunder from Monet. And like, she became what the shining star, at least of that group, yeah. which was like, that's a feat in itself because that should have been Monet's, like time to shine by a mile. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Cameron there is like, is this a performer that I'm stoked to see in more comedy stuff? No, no. no. But I appreciate that you're self aware enough to know that, that that like you need to rise to this and hit your beats and you hit them. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you're not a natural at it, but you figure out what you need to do and you do it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's. I mean, when she's given comedy moments, I'm always really impressed with it. I'm always like loving her when she does it. It's just that it's so quiet and so yeah. rare that it's like overall the picture is pretty dim. Yeah. Um, Monet was so strange in that. I didn't understand how so you bizarre. could. I don't. I like. They definitely, you know, gave her a sponge cake for a reason, and yeah. she. Didn't know why, maybe? Did someone hand it to yeah. her and be like, this would be so funny to use? And she's like, you're she right. She felt like she had to use it, but didn't understand the context. Yeah, they, that made yeah. no sense to me. And then just in general, I was like confused by, she chose a character that was way too close to herself. Yeah. And I don't need you to play like fully a different thing, but like, I don't know, nothing about it really made sense or was in line with who I think she is. And I think she's much smarter and funnier than what she showed in this challenge. I mean, to be honest, at this point in the show, like with Monet, I'm like just really left disappointed because and I'm doubting. I, I just question her like choices and her judgment, yeah. like with looks, with like performance, with like, no, perfor- I mean, minus lip sync. Yeah. Minus yes. lip sync. That was going to say the only thing that I think that she is like really at home is when she's lip syncing, but well, that that's only going to save you so many yeah. times. So let me say this then, yeah. because I was realizing this week, I have really enjoyed Monet all season. Mm-hmm. And I think like a lot of people have been like, Oh, I think she's going to go really far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this week was realizing I'm having a real crisis with her <laughs> yeah. in recognizing that I'm like, Oh, I think, what she's doing largely in this challenge seems like, oh, you're you're doing the inverse of what Cameron did. You're thinking like, I've got this. This is my strength. And then, or like, I'm charming enough. I'm just me being me is enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when it's like not, if you're, you know, it's not without preparation and yeah. without careful thought yeah. that I feel like is something that is a humongous pet peeve oh of me in like in in everything or that like flies in the face of my values in yeah. such a way <laughs> that is a real bummer to see that in her and be like oh you're the person that thinks it's enough to just show up and be like but I'm fun right I don't actually have to be this good is, at my job uh, or like is, work hard at it yeah. to make sure that I'm consistently good and that will that will take you to like high limp I mean you're gonna be on the show you're sure. going to go far but then it's like there's a cap and it's like you're gonna see people pass you like to me she has immense energy like she has like this bottomless well of of talent and and intelligence and all these things but she needs like the cyclops x-men glasses to like hone it 
and focus it in certain yeah. ways that she doesn't know how. It's just like scattered sure. in ways that doesn't make sense. Versus Cameron, who has like an ounce of the energy and an ounce of that like raw charisma, but she knows how to like target that well and like focus it in a really strong direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's, I think my key frustration with Monet right now is feeling like when you watch her lip sync, you see like you, it's so fucking good. Yeah. That yeah. That's all coming together. Yeah. And you're, cl- and clearly she has moves and she's, carving out her moments in those lip syncs mm-hmm. yeah. that it's obvious that she has thought about it. It's obvious that she has like given it care and consideration yeah. as she's preparing to give that performance yeah. that I want to know what the hell is happening that she's not doing that Anywhere for her else. maxi challenges. I yeah. I mean, I just think this is, she's another, vi- like it's another victim of the structure and like the nature of the show and like seeing how many talented Queens she shares the stage with. Yeah. I think she cr- crumbles under the pressure of like what other queens are doing when she needs to just keep her eyes on her own paper and focus on knowing what she can do and not worrying about like what other people like what's going on around her yeah definitely yeah because i don't don't know if she has the focus um before we take a quick break let's uh quickly talk about asia and the vixen yeah um so they went in thinking i think that they were going to be top dogs but i think it's a similar story yeah where they both went in thinking that like Oh, we naturally get along. Our set, like individually, we have a lot of personality. So let's just walk into this with like a very rough idea of what we want to do and not talk about it at all. And it like failed pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah, I think it failed. I, I think there was moments that were fun. Like when they did the wig reveals, it was kind of like, oh, okay, that's funny. Yeah. And like then, Asia sold it more than Vixen didn't sell anything. That was the thing. Like to be v- Vixen said that there were some cues missed by Asia. And I I believe that. Like mm-hmm. you're probably especially just in the heat of the moment without rehearsing or preparing yeah. very well, that's going to happen. Yeah. But it's like you're really what we care about is your natural like way of being in front of a camera and improvising. Yeah. And to me the Vixen was like Rough and kind of like yeah. uncomfortable feeling. She, yeah, she's definitely yeah. uncomfortable. They she both seemed really out of their element. Yeah. yeah. Asia and, at least ugh. had like a charm about her. Yes. Right. Where it's also, I feel like for these for these challenges, I feel like you have to go into it even on a team or in a duo, thinking like, how can I set myself up for success? Yeah. And if you're going into that being like, oh, we've roughly kind of talked about this thing that's going to, uh, my performance is going to be reliant on you executing something the way that I expect you to, or you picking up on a cue that I'm giving you yeah. mm-hmm. that we haven't rehearsed, yeah. is not setting yourself up for success. Yeah, no, exactly. No. There's only one. Yeah, it's, uh, that's going to fail. It's just will. Well, actually, before we take the break, let's talk about Blair and Monique. Oh, that's right. about and this kind of goes with this. They were prepared. They prepared for those those the the if there was a safe word but then they ended up using the safe word in their own little thing yeah Yeah. it it helped elevate it to another level i was actually really surprised that i thought blair might have been one of the top i think she was i just think she was like yeah yeah for sure i feel like they both did well enough though watching that i feel like i couldn't help but watch all of these like an improv coach totally yeah <laughs> yeah like side coaching and in that one i felt like okay we got there with it but it just felt like come on like this is drag race and you're sitting with a giant fucking cactus between you and we don't get one joke about being penetrated by that cactus i know like it felt like there was so <laughs> much just like left on the floor. Absolutely. There yeah. was like easy, easy, easy money. Yeah. I mean, they did, they did like, they, they didn't need to delve too deep into any of that at all, but they, no. when they talked Give about their reference. relationship, yeah. they needed to talk about specifics yeah. with the relationship. Yes. And I think a big shift in their scene happened when 
Monique started addressing the cactus directly. Yeah, yes. exactly. And yeah. Blair had failed to do that up until the point. Yeah. He's watching that. I was like, talk to the cactus. Blair, talk to the cactus. Blair yeah. was so worried, I think, about portraying her like drag character uh-huh. of like a housewife and like yeah. a 50s like woman that she like kind of forgot about the world around her and yeah. connecting with like scene partners and yeah. stuff. Yes. She had things she needed to deliver. And then once she did it, she was like, yeah, I mean, I came out. I'm out. And then it's yes. like, meanwhile, the like the circus is happening around yes. her and she's like, ooh, what? Yeah. yeah. And then but Monique killed it. Yeah, Monique shined. I, yeah. This is like Monique has like I has had a roller coaster ride of this season. Um, but I like she's like maybe my top. She's yeah. definitely my top three. But yeah. like she is my one of my favorite queens this season. I feel like they are slowly turning up the temperature on her edit. Like it feels like it's been I, so quiet. I'm wondering what I'm, that is. I want to know what's yeah. going on because she's just like had such a. It's such an interesting, very slow rise. They're mm-hmm. painting her as a top dog, even in the beginning. It's like they give her. Uh, almost top place, but not quite. But then yeah. they show her saying, I feel like I should have been in the top. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which they don't do that. Uh, definitely other queens are saying that. Yes. But oh, they're for not sure. showing when Blair says that. They're but also when she says that. it, it doesn't feel like when like Milk says it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, no, 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 I buy that you could have been there. It doesn't feel outrageous or it doesn't feel like us. an edit yeah. that's making me hate you. It yeah. seems like an edit where I'm like, oh, maybe, I, yeah, I guess I am kind of thinking about you. Whereas like, mm, I wasn't necessarily coming into it being like, she has to be on top. Definitely. Yeah. But it is making me think like, oh, she could have maybe been on top. Yeah. yeah. She's, I mean, she's one of the, she's definitely one of the top like workroom queens too. So mm-hmm. she's giving the oh, show. She's giving such good talking head. Yeah. Yes. She's giving the show itself what they want. And then on top of that, her drag is impeccable. I yeah. Mean, her first look, the cards look, the queen of hearts so was great. like, it's still to me. I'm like, that's one of the best fucking make your own looks that the show's yeah, ever had. Absolutely, yeah. to not be it's in the like top versatile, of that. versatile, creative, we love yeah. you, Monique. Fun. We and love just you, like, Monique. Great personality. <laughs> um, one last real quick thing that we kind of skipped over yeah. with the um, uh, oh god, with um, the copycat scenario. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Is I was so disappointed in them. That they hit on that idea of like, oh my god, we're gonna make it about, about Aquaria and Cracker, yeah. and then they just didn't. <laughs> yeah, they, it just was like, what the? F- why the would you give that to yourselves, or why would you? Hair. Come on, at least give me a fucking cutout dress. You know, it's like we've had so they, much talk about no. the cutout dress. Give me a cutout dress. Give me like, suck, oh. Oh, they like what they did. They did the worst possible thing, which is tee up a massive, funny joke and then then just just ignore it. Charlie Brown it with the football. They're the ones who teed their own thing up. So why would you do that? They also it's like I wanted them to just fully say I'm my name's actually Aquaria. My name is Miss Right. Like, yes. Or wear Cracker's wig. Or play on it. Yeah. Anything. Tip the hand. They could have. It would have also made for funny workroom moments is if they would have gone up to Miss Cracker and Aquaria and been like, can we borrow some looks of yours? Yes. (laughs) We're giving you guys more TV time by doing this. I mean, the whole thing is like mutually beneficial. Why not do it? So fun. And then they just and no real explanation given for why they backed off it so hard. Did they think they were successfully executing that? They, I think they did. I think they did. I think they did. Oh, oh did. no. Oh boy. I mean, to me, yeah, it's like if yeah, you have to. I, 
everything, especially on these like tight challenges, I think like if you're a queen going on the show, it's the like keep it simple, right, and make it very very clear. Exactly. Just like yeah. paint the picture exactly how you want it to be painted. Don't leave anything up for interpretation. Say well, it like you would say it yeah. to a child. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know what we do with that is we just take it and throw it in the trash with our sponsor. <laughs> throw it to Hefty. 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 Let's take that commercial break sponsored by Hefty Bags. <laughs> We're back. Something I also wanted to mention before we move on from anything is Miss Fangie has now made an appearance in all five episodes. Yeah. And Mm. it's getting bigger and stronger the more she's (laughs) she's away. You know what I said uh, at the bar when uh, we were watching it was that she's truly bringing all like the houses of the gays together. That's what I feel Uh like. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I, I think... And it's not just, it goes beyond that, too, because it's been on social media like crazy. I think everyone's getting behind the Miss Fangie train. Uh, yeah, a friend of a friend was doing this thing, um, like, the other day where she was just going, like, Miss Kara, Miss Kara, <laughs> not knowing where that was. She didn't know, like, that, that came from Drag Race. Do you think oh, in Lord. future seasons now, like, starting with season 11, do you think the queens are going to make a bigger, much more conscious effort with their exits? Absolutely. Yeah, I think they used to, and then it kind of went... Kind at the wayside, and then I think Miss Vanjie's going to start a trend mm-hmm. again. So Everyone's going to be thinking about it. Yeah, I mean that's it's just what it's, a killer move. I yeah, know. so ballsy and so psycho. It reminds I, me of Willem a little, where you're yeah. like, you're like full like fuck the producers of the show. I'm just going to do exactly uh-huh. what. I'm, and apparently, I don't. Did you hear that she did it for like two minutes? Yes. Like full just sat yes. on stage. And was I'd like, be like, that's the ballsiness yeah. of it. Get rid of me, I dare you. <laughs> also, I wish they would have just shown that. I know. We're now, talking about Willem, but now right? it's no, no. <laughs> She threw up. Yeah, Willem threw up for two. Minutes. But I feel like now it's. I feel like the best possible thing that could have happened with it has happened with it, yeah. and that yeah, it's yeah. become like folklore. Yes, <laughs> truly. And it fully bought her a ticket to an All Star season. Yeah. Oh season yeah, 11. yeah. I have a feeling like I don't. I want to know how often that uh, Michelle, when they're like even just backstage, she'll just go, Miss Vangie to RuPaul, and RuPaul just loses it. RuPaul loves it. it. Well, we've now seen her break on the panel at the mention of Vangie (laughs) twice (laughs) on air. Somehow it's like we found her Achilles uh, heel. I feel like on What's the Tea... Yeah, uh, Michelle was like teasing it, and Rue was like, "You can't, do, please don't say it. I won't be able to stop laughing." Yeah, I remember this. I was gonna go back and try to find what episode because she was say, she was they were talking about it, and then they were like, "Just for you guys to know, <laughs> something happens on the first episode uh-huh. that is now like." my like weakest part of my body where I will just like <laughs> lose it at the mere mention of it. <laughs> and that's what it was. Yeah. So good to have that payoff. Um, all right. So to the runway. Yeah. Yes. Walk, walk, walk the runway. This is my favorite one and I'll never get rid of it. Gregorian <laughs> chanters. Yeah. Let us know what you guys think of that. I don't think people like it. But I, you know what? <laughs> it's very you. I, yeah. Yeah. I and I appreciate that. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> You know, I, I heard all the other ones that Chad created, and I was like, these are great. And then I heard that one, and I was like, I'm going to let this one be in it. Actually, can we revisit some of our favorites? Yes. It's been so long. I love, I love Henny. 
Oh, this is my favorite. Chad, I feel like almost one year ago, about this time of year, we were in a meeting together and you let me know that Henny was on the come up. Oh, yeah, they were like, heads up, Henny <laughs> is about to like really crest. Oh, yeah, I remember I was biking really quickly by you and I skidded <laughs> to a stop and shouted at you, hey, heads up. <laughs> and then I woke up in a cold sweat, yeah. just being like, Henny. <laughs> I vaguely vaguely remember this because I feel like about a year ago is the time where I really adopted it into my life. Yeah. So I probably. So that's what you meant. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Honey, everything I do is full ego driven. (laughs) Just to let you know, everyone is getting very into him. (laughs) Yeah, that's Chad. That's Chad. Everybody's really into me saying it. Gregorian chanters and myself. (laughs) Okay, everyone is so into Gregorian chanting in a comedy context. Honestly, I believe is going to have a moment soon, and I'm not (laughs) saying that I'm a part of it. I just a little birdie told me a little birdie, and the birdie was me. And uh, lastly, uh, she already done had hers. This is, I think, my number one. It's just been so long. Here we go. She already done had houses. <laughs> Mine's uh, favorite is like whenever we make a mistake, which is often, um, or someone else makes a mistake, we play this one. Uh-oh, okay. I think that one's my favorite, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one feels like uh, <laughs> your TV in the 50s went out or something. Yeah. Or like the signal or something. Like, it feels very like off in a way that I enjoy. It feels like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I it like feels it like up. someone. It was like the 1964 Oscars, and like uh, Marlon Brando went up, and then he cussed, and then they <laughs> cut to that real quick. Uh-oh, and then it's like just a signal. It's like we'll be back soon with like a bird <laughs> on a cat's head. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> it this- feels like yeah, it's like the little sound clip equivalent of like Tammy Brown. <laughs> yes. 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 Like dark but it's entertaining. Like off but <laughs> yeah. like. 50s kitschy. Fully disconnected. Yeah, a little disturbing, but like yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm buying a ticket. Yeah. I'm yeah. A ticket. All oh right, back God. to the show. So, yes. as we're, the Gregorian chanters have led us, we yep. are on the runway. And this week's theme was Denim, Denim and, and Diamonds. Diamonds. A theme that I think. Is weird. Yeah, I thought it was kind of well, boring. Actually, you know what this reminds me of is so uh, you know, there's always the theme for your high school yearbook or whatever. And oh, <laughs> yes, yes. So I, gr- I graduated in OA and uh, brag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how's it feel to be so young? Chad, you graduated in OA. And as guess well. what? Now it's back on me, and I'm young too. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the, I remember like the yearbook for my junior year for their like it, the seniors decided it was like 007 theme and it was actually really kind of cool. Uh, and then the seniors always, I guess, got to decide the next year's theme, which was weird. Oh. And ours was that is uh, black tie and denim. And it was uh, so bad. That, that senior class what? fucked you up. Yeah. Also, Black to be fair. tie and denim? Not to shade an entire city, <laughs> yeah. but that theme did come from Bakersfield. Yes, I'm from Bakersfield, Chad, and we are... Full on Hicks, okay? I mean, Black Tie and Denim is a Bakersfield. But that's yeah. the theme for the yearbook? Yes. That's not even like the theme for the prom, where no. the theme could have something to do with a dress code. Black Tie and Denim. There's a dress code theme applied to an entire yearbook. yearbook. That's yeah. So, that, that sounds like a fun, like tacky party that you would go to as sure. an adult. Again, if we're talking about clothes, yes. But if we're talking about like... <laughs> Can I ask what the color just was? Just a motif. Uh, it was like a dark... Gr- I think it was like dark gray and then there was like like pictures like on like, like a row of... Dark gray? So not black or blue. 
or <laughs> it was bad. It was bad all around. You know what they, might have, they might have they like put a tuxedo and a denim jacket in a blender. I think they like did something. They put it into that app that shows you what celebrity baby mashups will look like. <laughs> exactly. They and it came a, out with that yearbook. A tuxedo <laughs> and a jean jacket equals gray bar- <laughs> basic yearbook. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Nobody was happy with it. Can I quickly throw... So I was on yearbook uh, committee for my senior year. What a brag. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It actually... If there's any tiny little children out there listening to this podcast, (laughs) I highly recommend getting on yearbook team because you get involved in the school in a way that you might not otherwise. Seems like a big time commitment. It is. It is. You have to go to soccer games and you're like, I don't watch soccer. But it's fun. (laughs) You have to take pictures of people and you have to go up to people that you maybe have a crush on and be like, excuse me, can I take a picture and get a quote for you? It's so fun. And what is that person doing now? That person. I think in jail. <laughs> I do think. Oh no! Yeah. And where, where are you from? I'm from Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> Eugene's got its things too. But can I throw? Write him a letter. Uh, this is the thing I'm the most proud of for my entire senior year. There was a page that was dedicated to fashion and trends, and so my I named the page. It was called. It was the name of the page. Fashion your seatbelts. It's going to be a trendy ride. <laughs> And nobody <laughs> likes it. Nobody <laughs> likes it ever. And because you knew this, because you made sure to go around and ask everyone what they I mean, thought. I asked the entire class, and people were like, just print it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no one cared. And I also, for that page, remember just being like, I didn't take it. I, I was assigned that page. I didn't take any pictures of myself, of people. I just like gathered pictures that were already taken. So it'd be like, sweatpants and jeans are really in right now. I just pick like what we have. And like no one in high school is serving looks. Right. And the people no. who are, are like scared. <laughs> <laughs> Full yeah. of fear. Well, that's really true. Yeah. And uh. so anyways, that's my... I'm, Fashions, where are we? Denim and diamonds. Fashion and your seatbelts. It's going to be a trendy, trendy ride. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this overall, it, it's basically being like, uh, it's like, let's look at another blue, shiny look. I didn't I didn't really yeah. love any of it. No, me neither. None of them really stood out the to me. The bad were bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Monet's was bad. Monet, oh, Monet's yeah. was very bad. And... She was done no favors when they lined her up next to the vixen, I know. who had done a very Oof. similar look, just a better version yeah, of that. Yeah, exactly. It just showed how fucked her silhouette exactly was. Exactly that. Vixen, in my opinion, had one of the better, best looks on the runway. I just wish her wig was better. Her her this, wigs have been really crusty. I was gonna say, I think it's a chronic problem at this point with flat wigs on the vixen. Yeah, the vixen is. Completely un- like doesn't understand no. shape because no, her body no, is never right. shape. Her her face paint is sometimes mm-hmm. weird. I'm honestly not. I mean, I think the the general consensus of her is like her drag is just off. Yeah, it's not quite there, but it's like almost there. It's but so not close. not yeah. I don't know what it is. Shape is a big part of it, both yeah. in the like clothes and the hair. Yeah. Yeah, man. She because these the, wigs are killing me. I say, and even like I bring up like her face being slightly. I don't think her face is busted at all, mm-hmm. and I think no. she paints pretty. But I look at the potential of her boy face. Sure, her bone she's structure. She's sharp and beautiful. Jesus yeah. Christ. She reminds me of Bob because Bob didn't really give put a lot of effort in like the makeup and wigs as much Bob as Bob was yeah. worse though. Yeah, even. he was. But yeah, but I feel like yeah, I feel like if we're gonna read Monet for her. Little blonde wigs, which I'm also saying is valid, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that they called it out yeah. early. I like them once. How are we not gonna call out the vixen's 
little scraggly triangle. But you're right. call, like, like to me, the corset issue. They were like, you could have cinched and it would have gave you more body. I don't think you could cinch her body very much because yeah. she's made of muscle and bone. Right. I think you could have padded a little bit more and that maybe would have helped. I mean, but I that's guess not we even have like my... a violet situation where yeah. it's like you can give a. Well, yeah. You can give a physically of course I will. dangerous Speaking of, we have like, cinch. <laughs> we have very few years left with violet. <laughs> <laughs> she has done her body dirty. <laughs> She's, she's like... What a place to go. <laughs> oh, God. And you got this from Just, Robbie Turner's Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> Robbie, Violet Jodgki has passed away. <laughs> also, thanks for saying Robbie Turner's name right. <laughs> Robert I, I, I forgot that we were we were totally mispronouncing it. Yeah. Tinta. Oh, man. Um... You know, one thing I want to point out that was interesting to me is how much they were shading and like questioning Mayhem's pink dress for, is it denim? Is it denim? And it's like, Miss Cracker wore pink yes. denim. What the fuck? Yes. I will say Miss Crackers did read more denim to me. Because it yeah. wasn't hot pink? No, just because it I think like. It looked like Oshkosh. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like <laughs> Oshkosh. It did. And the other one looked like it was like a soft denim that you maybe made. But it's like, I think also Cracker had like maybe darts in it or like you saw like the seams in certain you places. See the, you see the texture. You yeah. see the weight to uh, it. Like, I, I guess. It's like maybe, yeah, maybe Mayhem's was too well constructed. Exactly I'm that. sorry. No, I, but- we were kids of the scene years where everyone what? had every... Like, huh? <laughs> kids of the seniors. <laughs> <laughs> CW show. <laughs> it's like a show. Kids of the seniors. We're like, we were young kids who lived in senior homes. <laughs> we were children of retirement homes. Am I crazy? We all were. We all lived Isn't in a retirement in a way? home. <laughs> Halloween was easy because you just trick or treated like apartment complex style. And they give you snack wells. Am I, I crazy? I guess my point was that we've all seen jeans in all sorts of colors. What? Denim. How? <laughs> okay. I would love to know where. Yeah. No, Scooby Doo Aru to that. Seniors. Uh, oh. We were children. Like of the, the scene kids always would shop at like Hot Topic. Oh, right. Seensters. No? Is it Seensters? Scene ki- like yeah. scene kids? Yeah, like the emo kids. Seensters. You know, scene have- kids. Like seniors. <laughs> <laughs> You know those ah! hot topic kids that we all called seniors. Yeah. <laughs> God, those kids are all into just like going to concerts. I said and well, we were all kids of the scene years. Oh, scene years. years. AKA wow. MySpace. Oh, what yes. a journey it's been. AKA MySpace. Oh, wow. <gasps> we were Emo all kids Jason. of the seniors. So, what I'm saying is, we saw denim jeans in every sure. fucking color. Yeah, yeah. So, sure. I don't yes. think it's like, I think it's weird to question, like, is that denim? I have so many complaints about this. Yeah. I wanted someone to do overalls, just yeah. like basic fashion oh, overalls. Come on, we needed acid wash and like multiple yes. layers. I think yeah. they gave us like slight with like a little white wash with a blue wash, like mixed. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. But I don't really want, I mean, like, I do. It's sort of like the Madonna runway one where it's like, I want one of you guys to make yeah. a, like, oh, I would never expect denim to look that like fierce and yeah. polished mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Like Aquaria gave us kind of that. A little bit. I don't Just remember like, it. I guess that's true. It was more like a dress that had like a lot of pretty ruffles and it looked Sure, it was like a well-made... Yeah. yeah. But like I need someone to just be like, I'm in a denim thing. Yeah. I'm in like an acid yeah. wash denim, whatever. Yeah. Mayhem was really honestly giving me like Jean Bonnet. Yeah, it was Jean Bonnet. Yeah. Yeah. What was her... She wanted to be... Um, 
the black Judd, chocolate Judd. Yes, chocolate yeah, Judd. Chocolate Judd. Chocolate Judd. Well, yeah. no Judd ever wore that first. Before yeah, this. it felt like an era before that. Yeah. Felt, yeah. yeah. It was more Jean Benet. Jean Benet. It was like beauty mm-hmm. pageant, Toddlers to Yaris. Yeah. Jean Benet Ramsey. There we go. Actually. I feel weird to say. Mm. <laughs> Is that crazy? Jean Benet. Am I crazy? <laughs> I feel weird saying your name like over and over. Yeah, Don't you. say it three times in a row. <laughs> in a dark room, looking at yourself in, in the a mirror. basement. Don't do it, Chad. I legit, I'm glad this has come up on this podcast because I feel like I'm legit like, oh, I'm like crawling. <laughs> Did I? You knew that I, I worked on a TV show yeah, that was based right. off John Benet Ramsey. Uh, yeah, it is. I feel like we're all at the age where it's like that was maybe one of the first bad things we ever heard about. Yeah, yeah. it was everywhere, and it's like that girl's my age. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Creepy, well, dark, moving on. So you know what? <laughs> Mayhem deserved to go. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then I mean, what else? The, who are the judges this week? So, oh, Shania. Shania. We can get to this moment. Yes. So Shania and Cameron. who's the other judge? Um, the other judge was the girl from True Blood, the oh, redhead yeah. from True Blood. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kelly. I was so proud of myself for <laughs> Carrie Preston, not Carrie Kelly Preston. Preston. Yeah. Carrie Preston. Um, yeah. I figured out who she was without having to look her up. Uh, I, mm. She got instantly clocked by Ryan P., who I, we have to mention every episode, apparently. I know. Uh, <laughs> he uh, was like, What the hell is she wearing? It looked like a. Sp-. He's like, Yeah, bring your fancy spaghetti straps. But then she showed her nails off and they had the little thing. She's like, Okay, yeah. I'll smoke too soon. <laughs> See, also, by the way, just for this, sh- th- this show needs every element to be extra, extra, extra. Yeah. So I mm-hmm. want every judge to give us something. Unless you're mm-hmm. Shania Twain, I'm fine with you just sitting there and being introverted. Sure. Yeah, no, Shania, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. Shania Twain was born. No, but fucked. I don't care because she's like notoriously an introvert. She's talked oh. a lot about being like fearful of fame and like her like being thrust into the spotlight. She's like, I never felt like I belonged. She's got, I, I like really like her. So oh. I just, I'm like, you're, you're a legend. Just sit there. Yeah. I'll fucking fight tooth and nail to defend her. You know what? I'm going to say that right now. It don't impress me much. <gasps> Hack, boring uh, hack. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh. <laughs> so yeah, judge it's show, but you didn't say much though. <laughs> I feel myself bailing on that as I. As well, I but you were like real soft yeah. with the way. You're... <laughs> <laughs> uh, much like Cameron yeah. bailed. Oh. So Cameron, they like are th- trying their hardest I to make know. Cameron feature. And the, I yeah. mean, she has, I feel like she has such easy angles, yeah. such easy angles. And she's just not doing. I mean, those producers threw her like such a soft, they gave yeah. her so much right there. Make a More speech, than anyone. Yeah. Take the stage, take your moment. Yeah. Say what you want to say to her. Have them kick you off. Also, just like. <laughs> I don't know. At that, at a point like that, it's like, yes, maybe you're shy, maybe you're whatever. Have you never seen the show before? To know yeah. how much how much mileage you can get out of something like that played well. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, maybe maybe she didn't, but I feel like they did have to ask her about Shania Twain, right? Somehow there was some path planted to a producer that's like Cameron loves Shania. Shania's her number one. Her number one, one fan. Yeah. Let's like make this her thing. Yeah. Like she's her idol. And that yeah. makes sense. She's like a gay, she is a gay like pop icon for especially I'm sure kids in the South. It's like your country, your parents are listening to country music. Yeah. That's the one girl yeah. that I'm going to be like really fixated on. Yeah. But she's like, so somehow she, a producer talked to her to set it up or she talked to a producer to set up or she's talked about it enough. Yeah. Say I anything. Know. I think the also, producers would look at her like she's been killing and we don't really have the rationale to send her home and she might be doing even better in the future. Let's try to manufacture a moment to give her a chance 
chance to shine. She's like, and she, she essentially she's didn't take something. it. She's like psychologically fucking with the producers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's, yeah. She's like, they're like, like we can't on. get in her head. No, but I feel like if she's going to be in Untucked saying that she um, like wishes she could have lip synced for Shania. Yeah, I know. I was like, if you care that much, then what was that? I know. She's yeah. like, Cameron, you have a message for her? And I was like, yeah, uh, Shania, I am a fan of yours, and I'm so happy. I Honestly, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, if, if, if it came I was kind of surprised it even made to air. Yeah. Me too. Because it was, it was sort of cringy, and it wasn't that entertaining. No. Can I say, I, I have this, like, kind of, I've always wanted a little part of me was wanted to be on Survivor, but I always have this mm. fear that that's... Like, even if I made it on, that's how I'll be on the show because yeah. I like, can be introverted. And I think sometimes I get right. overprotective of my image in that way. Sure. And I think maybe I kind of see that those gears are turning with Cameron. There's like a shyness and maybe like an overprotective nature. I guess so. But I think the difference between a, being on a reality show like Survivor where you are yourself the whole time. Yeah, that's true. And being on a competition reality show that's creative like Drag Race is like you have you can take your space to be introverted, but you also... Have like you know you're not the game isn't just be you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh. So she was whatever. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, good well, with her. Good without her. The tops uh, were uh, it was Monique, Miss Cracker, and uh, Eureka. Yep, with Eureka taking it, I think deservedly yeah. so. Yeah. Oh, and second. we got to talk about Monique's uh, brown cow. Oh, that oh, was great. Right. <laughs> See, that's why we love her. Yeah. Like, yes. Eureka deserves the win. That's also such an Alyssa Edwards. Right. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's a brown cow. <laughs> it's a brown How cow. How lovable is that? I know. Yeah. Uh, she's just, I mean. Bless her. That's like to me where I'm like, you win the show that way. Yeah. 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 Whether or not you, you win, win the, the show. You win the competition. Yeah. Yeah. Whether yeah. you win the competition, you win the show when you are that kind of person. Right. Mm-hmm. So she's already taking this to like a deserved spot and probably an all-stars if she doesn't take it to the right. crown. And the bottoms were Mayhem, Vixen, and Monet. That's right. And I think... Mayhem was honestly to me, I, she hasn't been giving good TV, but she didn't deserve the bottom. To I don't me. think no, so. No, I don't either. She was we, safe. She's the only way we didn't talk about her performance. Yeah. And I feel like watching hers, maybe it was too nuanced. And I understand that an improv challenge on Drag Race is no place for nuance. Yeah. But in her beats, she was, I think, and I think maybe even Carrie Preston pointed this out. She was being a good scene partner. I agree. Yeah. And she was playing the yeah. tropes of those shows. Yeah. And she yeah. was, she, like, her physical work was on point. She was hitting her marks in that genre really well and mm-hmm. with an attention to detail. Could she and should she have, like, turned the volume up? Absolutely. Yeah. But I don't think most, it was the bottom. It wasn't no. the most entertaining at all, but I would say it was like a B. And her look yeah. wasn't the most yeah. bottom either, I no. would say. No, it no. didn't have the denim quality. But outside of that, it's like it was denim. So yeah. just get over yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, M- Monet and Vixen feel justified to me. Um, Asia, Asia's look was great. And Asia's performance wasn't terrible. Maybe Asia should have been in the bottom again. I would say she has more of a case of being in the bottom over Mayhem. Maybe. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Because I just feel like their scene was such a mess. Yeah. I think much more so than like Mayhem was in a successful scene. Yeah. And whether or not she was the star of that scene, she was half of it. Yeah. So if it succeeded, she's part of the reason why and it did succeed. Absolutely. Yeah. Whereas yeah. theirs failed. Yeah. 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 I agree with that one hundred percent. And but no matter what the, the whoever would take Mayhem's place, 
hypothetically, I think Fixin and Monet were the ones who should have been in the bottom two. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And I, I honestly was bummed that they didn't put Vi- Vixen to me was a clear yeah. bottom two. And yeah. it was crazy that it did. As I think nice as your look is. I don't, mm. I think that they didn't want to risk her going home. Yeah. Cause she's yeah. made such good TV so far that it's like, that's not the time we're not getting rid of her yet. Her story I, is not finished. Oh, part of me wonders. Cause it's like Vixen, I, you, you know, she's going to turn it out in a performance, like a lip sync. But maybe it was the, because it's the Shania week, or maybe it was because she's wearing a mermaid dress. They were like, it's going to be hard for her to mm. move it wasn't, and perform. Yeah, it wasn't for we her. See her peak lip sync. Because so, Monet probably should have been the one to go home. Monet should have been the one to go home. I mean, yeah. if we're talking about like. The challenge in the runway, yes, exactly. a thousand percent. She yeah. is leagues below everyone else. And last Just week in the bottom. Yes, um, yes. I mean, but the thing is, okay, so we can talk about the run or the lip sync now. That <sighs> I am just, I think Monet is in, at least in my top five of all time. Oh, yes. Of lip syncers. She is so good. She's working on every level. This is, I think, what's so hard is I want to see that. I want to see her bring that to challenges so I bad because you know she has the capacity. I know. Yeah. It's like you're giving me, or it's like, oh, you're not, you're giving me like, Yes, these moments and yes, these like reveals and whatever, but it never feels gimmicky yeah. because you're also giving me so much power, yeah. so much emotion. It's a perfect balance of chaos and control. Ugh. I know. To you me, know, it's like ugh. I didn't I don't love when queens do uh, gimmicks all the time. Like Shangela really got on my nerves yeah. with her lip syncs. I didn't love it. Even though she was good and all that, there's just something, some quality that didn't sure. like sit exactly I'll take it right. if you also give me like the fire in your exactly. face, you know? And, and Monet is just like every, every, like you said, every ounce of it is like to 100%. There's, yeah. no, there's no faults at all. I, I, it's hard for me to think about Monet without like, it's hard for me to separate her from Bob. Cause I always kind of like kind of mm. compare them and think about it, but I find Monet like so many, so much more interesting than Bob. I didn't love Bob mm. in their season, but what I will say that Bob had that she doesn't is this ultra confidence and very, like very self-assured and, yeah, and just a clarity. Yeah. I think there's yeah. more more depth and interesting qualities within Monet. Yeah. She's just yeah. not where to the level where Bob is of that confidence. Yeah, I think that's the, the Bob reached Bob's like perfect uh, place before she got on the show. Yes. She was like, I am the most well-defined mm-hmm. version of myself. I'll only be more polished by being on the show, but I already exist as a well-defined character that mm-hmm. has done this forever. Versus Monet, who's like, I don't think has been strongly chipping away at one particular part of her yeah. career. Right. She's not fully evolved yet. Yeah. No. She exists among other people very well. Mm-hmm. She's like cool socially, which is why I think she's such a good like, like workroom queen. Yeah. And she's clearly so smart and so like smart. funny yeah. and like... Yeah. I feel like she can navigate everything. I also love her speaking voice yeah. so yeah. much. There's oh, something really like cool about it. Real quick, I just want to say that there was a bonus clip that they released online mm-hmm. that was, it was Asia, Monet, Monique, Vixen, and Mayhem, and a little bit of Blair. And they were all talking about like how they all look and like they're aging. They're like saying that the two youngest queens look older than the two oldest queens. Yes. Uh, and they were like making fun of each other. And it just made me want like so badly for them all to have their own show. Yeah. And then they were like, uh, Monique's wig in the challenge was actually Blair's wig. Oh. And they were just talking about how it was like Beyonce, like very Beyonce wig. And, uh, they're like Blair. Why do you own this? This is like, uh, uh, fuck. What did they say? Like Beyonce, like or something like a white Beyonce. Uh. Uh, but it was just so funny. Like 
Blair trying to also hang with all yeah. these girls. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, hey. Yeah. Um, so ultimately, uh, Monet served it Mo- uh, and Mayhem. Mayhem just gave like a very straight up country performance yeah. and it was yeah. very good. It's like yeah. undeniably True. good, yeah. but it just Solid didn't have it enough. enough. Yeah. yeah. And I think we're, it's like weird to, because to me, Mayhem was like an early front runner. She won the first challenge and I see like such a charm and personality yeah. and all this yeah. stuff in her and she just fizzled away. Yeah. It and was just, so depressing. It yeah. really is. I feel like also she came in with a narrative that everybody wants to root for. Yeah. Right. Where it's like, yeah. this is your time. I know. And then she just didn't take it aggressively enough. I know. And yeah. I'm always, I, it's weird because I'm always like bummed that you didn't do it, but I'm also very fine saying goodbye then because to me yeah. it is a little bit about yes. like, you just maybe you, I'm so glad you got introduced to the world, but it's like a show like this maybe isn't exactly your forte. Right. It's not the right vehicle for yeah. you and what makes you great. Yeah. And I think you can see that in Untucked when she's preparing to lip sync and kind of being like, well, I mean, I had a lot of fun. And yeah. so if I'm on the bottom, I'm yeah. on the bottom, which is like, oh, that's not the mindset of somebody who's yeah. gearing yeah, exactly. up to go tear the house down. I, yeah. that's, I, I want killer instinct. Yeah. Yeah. I want everyone, everyone who's on that show to think that they are the undeniable winner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you have like an ounce of self-doubt, I feel like it's like it, that yeah. like a cracks, like creates the whole like chasm. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. It was like, uh, Asia and Monet had a moment where she's like, how are you doing girl? And then Monet kind of was just like, mm. and she's like, don't do that. Don't do that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, turn it on, turn yes. it on. He's like, I don't want you going home. Do not. Exactly. I that. think all the girls that don't want either queen to go home, but then they're like, I want to see them fight for it. Yeah. I think that's why so many people shade, like so many of the queens shaded Charlie right. at the yeah. reunion. They were like, yeah, well, I don't care. I stop caring like, if you stop caring. Have some like dignity and respect for the fans. Yes. <laughs> totally. I and know. yourself and, and everyone I, else that's here. Yeah. I know being on that kind of level and that kind of like scrutiny would put a lot of people in like a very self-conscious place. Mm-hmm. Of course. So it's like we get that, but we're also like, we don't really, I don't want to watch you suffer through that if you're not going to like come out on the other. I don't know. It's like, yeah. um, I am so forgiving of that in most things, but I'm just like, you made it here. Now yes. is not the time to let that take over. It's like, I, there are a lot of things you can't control in that environment. And there are a lot of ways I'm sure that it would affect you that I can't even imagine. Yeah. But I feel like what you can at least try to control or have some agency in is how hard you are going to work and yeah, try yeah, yeah, yeah. and how much you're going to like, maybe it succeeds, maybe it doesn't. But I feel like maybe that's why it's so disappointing to see people just like giving up Yeah, mm-hmm. is that it's like, Oh, this is the one thing that you can, that's in your hands yeah. is like, take it. And maybe you don't win, but like try to win. I know. Yeah. Yeah. And her, yeah, her spirit just kind of slowly uh, wilted. So now's yeah. the time when we, give a little bit of a eulogy, a sweet little eulogy to our dear beloved Mayhem Miller. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it first. Great, thank you. Mayhem, you came in with a bang. You are our LA queen, mm-hmm. our one representation. You've been around the block for a long time. I was happy to see you. You killed that first challenge. Wow. I just wanted you to uh, wreak a little mayhem on the rest of the mm-hmm in the season but well instead you just reeked wow Whew. stinky <laughs> <laughs> um, hey would you like to go or do you want sure to um, Mayhem uh, when you came in I was really on board with you and I don't think you ever really did anything to set me off that path I will look forward to seeing you uh, I would love to see you perform 
I would be thrilled mm-hmm. to see you anywhere, anytime. Because you are a star and you're great. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, you're rock solid, maybe too much of a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because you're really good at what you do and you clearly have so much love and respect for it and that shows through. But, um, you know, one thing that you can't give yourself is that fire in the belly that seems like it kind of was extinguished over the course of your short five episode arc. That's right. That was like a really good just that actual was really beautiful. <laughs> I think that's the first time we've actually had sincere honesty and kindness. <laughs> and, um, wow, it really feels good. Yeah. Mm. Never again. Feels, yeah. <laughs> feels uh, we've really cleansed the space. Yeah. I'll stink it back up. <laughs> uh, a little reek. I'll put a little reek back in. Uh, Mayhem, you started uh, so beautifully, soaring so high Mm -hmm. with your glove dress. Dare I say you chose the wrong color, though, because you predicted your ultimate funeral by wearing all black, a look that you'll be known for for eternity. And uh, (laughs) the next one... What a walk. (laughs) I want to stretch. (laughs) Stay with me. Next we see you. The next iconic moment I I say that we see you is wearing feathers, ripping those feathers apart in front of Courtney Love herself, giving us one of, again, one of my favorite lip syncs I swear to you of all time. I mean, this this girl brought it hard. (laughs) And those white eye contacts, wow, they really didn't work on the runway, but boy, did they work in the show. And so for that, we salute you. (laughs) What else? What else? Mayhem, ahem, ahem. (laughs) Oh I think someone owes you a thank you and an apology, and that someone would be Adore Delano, because <gasps> wow. Adore Delano straight up ripped off Party from Mayhem. <gasps> I'll say it here first. I, I implore the GP, the general public, to get those shovels and do some digging because Mayhem Miller was known as the queen of the party for a long time and would use party as a catchphrase much before being on the show. Adore Delano inserted herself into the LA drag world and then got on the show before Mayhem and started saying party all the time. Wow. I'm not necessarily saying it's a direct ripoff. I mean, you are. That's your whole case. Yeah, that's exactly what you're saying. A good lawyer never backs down and that is what I'm saying. (laughs) So mayhem, you are—you are not only a legend on this season um, that just fizzled away too soon, but that's okay. You are a legend of season six, and without you, we wouldn't have a door. Yeah. Mm. And LA loves you, baby. LA loves you. We weeped for you last night. <laughs> Did they weep? We, we uh, no, not really. But no like the bar, everyone was like, there was a nice little cheer. Aww. Like, Aww. Yeah. So with that in Mayhem Miller's name, we pray. Say bon. Say bon. Yes. Yeah, I listen to the pod. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes you do. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> she was ready. <laughs> oh, great. Well, that is another week uh, of, right? What? Drag race. Oh, you were shaking your head no. Like, <laughs> no, not done. No, I was just like, I'm, I was on the ride with uh, you. Top <laughs> chef? Oh. <laughs> this That's is a top a, chef podcast, right? They cooked weird dresses. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's what they want to eat. That's what they want to eat. Um, uh, so, Haley, do we have any socials yes. we can plug for you or anything? That's 
Um, I mean, sure. I'm not great on them. I might as well. Uh, Google, Google uh, Haley Hepworth. Yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Go, what about characters? Your next character show? Um, oh yeah, I do. If you're in LA, I do uh, shows at the UCB Theater a lot. Characters Welcome, I perform at on the what second Tuesday of the month, I think, or Wednesday, second Wednesday of the month. Yep. I'm doing for the next for the uh, in May. If you're in LA in May. Uh, shows at the Atwater Theater called Ooh. the Tuesday Night Collective on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. that are comedy uh, variety shows cool. with really cool killer uh, lineups. Oh my gosh, awesome. fun. Yeah. I'm going to go to that. That's fun. Yeah, um, sexy and fun and cute. Sexy and I and love cute. it. Sexy, uh, unique, and as, a restaurant. And a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sir drop. Um, that's a Lisa Vanderpump sir drop. Uh, Real Housewives Beverly Hills drop <laughs> for all y'all out there. Um, as always with us, follow us on, at How Is She Though Pod at Instagram and Twitter. And also, real quick, I want to shout out. We've gotten some. We've gotten some messages from people that yeah. I just ignored. We've been calling for messages this whole time, but wow. meanwhile. I've been ignoring. So I want to shout out the Dodgy Lodger. Thank you, the Dodgy Lodger yeah. on Instagram um, for giving us a little bit of his his um, opinion on what the connection was. I was asking what the connection between a mini and a main challenge was like two weeks ago. The Farmer Rusical. Do you remember? Yes. Mm-hmm. This is the big, the best we can do. The mini challenge was farm themed Farmer Rusical. Yeah. So thank you, you the Dodge. <laughs> now, Dodge Lodger, we're going to need you to dissect Just the military keep, yeah. to uh, d- denim or the the bossy Rossi. Yes, and denim and diamonds. If you could be our man on the street for uh, <laughs> all of our mini main challenge connections, yes. we would love that. Yeah, and as always, New Zealand, we love you. And New Zealand, we, we want to hear you. from you, New Zealand. Uh, we love you. We can't wait to visit. Yeah, Book we're us. coming. Book us. We're, we're coming, coming soon. <laughs> two <laughs> years away. <laughs> Um, I believe that's it, right? Yeah, uh, that is it. That's all we got for you, Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, bye-bye! Yeah! How is she, though? How is she, though? like a best friend, right? Send me home. This has been a BoardWalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardWalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.